KPV Radio, Central Texas. KPV Radio, Central Texas. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of the coronavirus. Wash your hands. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Cover your cough or sneeze. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects. And remember, you're safer at home. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by Live 365 and this station. Keep it locked right here on TPV Radio, the station for inspiration. That's right, family and friends. It is the hottest radio network on the planet. TPV Radio have an all-star lineup just for you. Sunday, TPV Reloaded at 2 p.m. Monday, it's The Grub at 12 p.m. The Reality Coach at 6 p.m. Tuesday, Victory Over the Weights of Life at 6 p.m. Friday, The Caribbean Pepper Pot at 8 p.m. Saturday, Brother Down presents at 4 p.m. Men, let's talk every first Friday of the month at 4 p.m. TPV presents by appointment only. Coming to you on June 6th, it is our Saturday buffet with Lorraine Brown at 12 p.m. Walk with me. Let's go. Keep it locked right here on TPV Radio, the station for inspiration. At Majel's Products, we care for a better you with our handmade natural ingredients to give you healthier skin, body, and stronger hair. Like our face, foot, hair, and body care products. To order yours today, please visit our website at www.majalsproducts.com or on Facebook at Majal's Products. Get yours today and get your faster results without breaking the bank. You're listening to the hottest, most off-controversial, off-the-meters Christian radio station in the land. Christian in the land. In the Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Are you ready to walk, family? Let us go! You're listening to The Grub. We're right now on TPV Radio. Radio. So, family and friends, once again, <laughs> I have done it again. I am done it again. I am talking, and I'm on mute. So, family and friends, 
I am here today. This is The Grub. It is Monday. It is Monday. I am here with my co-host, Pastor Jean Homer. It's just the two of us today. Sister Deanne had an appointment, but we're going to keep it pushing. We're going to keep it going. And what do The Grub have for you guys today? We have some Canadian dishes for you guys today. That's right. We're going to hit Canada today. We're going to hit Canada today. Pastor Jean Homer, how are you going to do? I am doing awesome today. How are you, my sister? I am great. We woke up to see another day. God is good. God is good. So Yes, he is. Yes, he is. The first thing we're serving on this menu today is a split Pea soup. That's right, split pea soup. And our split pea soup is coming from John 8:32, and it says, "Find truth, find truth, and you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free." How much of us? <laughs> so. We, with this verse, we, we we testify like like um Krista said, we're not testifying. We're gonna testify. See, family and friends, it's easy for us to lose our temper, and when we do that, we never enjoy our day as God meant for it to be. See, God seek seek with your whole heart and find out what is wrong. The way to get free from things that upset you is to find the truth. The truth would always set you free. We don't always want to face the truth because it's painful, you know. Sometimes we think it's easier to lie and uncover behind, hide, not cover, but hide behind that mask or cover with that blanket. But, you know, the truth sets you free. It, it, it takes away everything after your chest, that anger and everything that you're carrying around. Sometimes it shows that we need to change. When we tell the truth, it's like, okay, you got to tell the truth because this needs to change. The situation we're in needs to change. If we are behaving badly, we make excuse for our wrong behavior. And it's true because we all have been there. We all have been there. We did something bad and we cover it up. And you know, family and friends, when you tell a lie, you got to tell the next lie. And then you got to cover up. And you know what ends up happening? You tell so much lies that you forget which lie you have told. And it's like, hmm, okay. Then what you realize is how much lies you become a, a, a competitive a competitive liar. Like you you compete with other people because you, you want to be sometimes in that spotlight. You want it to be all about you. And you become compulsive mm. with it. You, you keep lying mm. and you keep lying and you keep lying. But excuses would never make us free. Those excuses and those lies you're telling would never make us free. We got to get God involved with our day, not just today, not yesterday, tomorrow, but we got to get him involved in every day. When you feel your temper flare, ask him to reveal, you know, reveal the truth of that situation, and that truth will always set you free to enjoy not just the rest of your day, family and friends, but to enjoy life. Because when you start telling the truth, when you start telling the truth, you, you know, you not only feel free, but you could feel light. You could feel that weight lifted off of you. And it's a good feeling. So 
have to tell the truth. Only, only the devil allows to do things like that where we lie and we lie and we lie because that's where the devil wants to keep us from, my friends. He wants to keep us bound. He wants to keep us bound. Mm-hmm. He mm-hmm. could have that control over us where he could say, you know what? I got you. I got you. But when you tell the truth and you give it to God and you tell the truth and God sets you free, what better feeling? That light, airy feeling. You know, when you touch a girl or cotton and it's, it's so light and soft, man, that's what God mm-hmm. does. And you tell the truth. Mm-hmm. Pastor Jean, we turn it over to Amen. you. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So excited to be with the, our uh, listeners today, Pastor Nisi. Um, God is good. Amen. You know. Amen. As we as we ponder over this uh, scripture in John eight and thirty two, you know we this is Jesus, uh, 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 I believe, speaking to them, and uh, he's telling them that if you hold on to my teaching, because you know one of the names for Jesus in the Bible is the truth. Yes, that's one of his names, the truth. He says, he tells them at one point, I am the way, the truth, and the light. No right. man can come to the Father except by me or through me. Amen? So Amen. he's telling them, if you hold on to my teaching, you are really my disciple. He said, and then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. And, you know, mm-hmm. as an example in my own life, you know, uh Pastor Nisi, when you have all of those different hats, when you are a mother and a wife and, for me, a grandmother and a great-grandmother and, you know, and then you're a minister and, you know, you, 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 so there are so many people in your life, relatives and friends and so forth. You know, you wear many hats. And, and as women, you know what, we invest, most of us invest into each relationship. You know, we don't just, you know, they're not just casual uh, relationships for us. Most of them, you know, we 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 uh, we uh, interact from our hearts. Amen? Amen. But you know, I find that uh, there are times because we're so compassionate and so giving, our hearts get broken, and sometimes that hurt goes deep. And you know, Amen. and you feel the effects of it. You feel. You feel the disappointment, and, you know, when you get offended, every emotion, every fleshly emotion is involved. So you don't even know how to make yourself feel better. It's like a offense is a feeling that just never goes away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, you can medicate it and get a little relief, but you know what? It, it, as soon as that medication wears off, it's right back. Because it's an issue of the soul It just goes all the way down to your soul So, mm-hmm. you know I found in, in, in those particular situations I carry it You know, I, I carry it around I carry it around And I'm constantly fellowshipping With that hurt I'm constantly fellowshipping with that disappointment And I don't know why they would have said that I don't know why they would have thought that they know I did not say that. I don't understand why people, I mean, you know what? That becomes my language. That's, that's the only language I'm speaking when offense is in my heart. It's like, I, I, I mean, what? I, and I go back and forth with the conversation or the situation, trying to figure it out, worried about all of the people that were affected because of what was said 
or what was done. And and you know what? In all of those scenarios, in all of the thinking and the thoughts, I cannot fix it. You ever been in a situation like that where it got it went from bad to worse, and oh, yeah. by the time you really got a hold to what was really going on, it was so overwhelming, and so many people were involved until you couldn't even find your way to you couldn't find a way to even figure out where it began. You can't figure out who started it. You can't figure out what was the motive. And so some, you know, there have been situations where. I just, I, with all my heart, I wanted to fix it, but I didn't really know what the problem was. Uh-huh. And I, in I, those I, places, in those places, the only thing I could do, because Jesus is the truth, because he is the revealer of the Bible says he's the revealer of the heart. I would have mm-hmm. to go to the Lord and say, you know what, God, what is the truth? God, you reveal the truth. Father, did I did I do it? What did I do? Did I say, am I at fault? And you know, every single time Pastor Nisi God has been, been faithful, and he's shown me step by step, he's revealed to me step by step, or he, that person that was involved has opened their mouths and confessed what they did. And And, and so when the truth was known, then you know the power of that stuff broke off my heart, and it, mm-hmm. and and my mind got set free. Now it didn't mean that I didn't have to go back to the Lord, especially if it was something that I had done. I had to go back first and make the thing right with God and ask Him to touch the heart of the people that were involved. But if if I was the victim and people did it with a with a a mean purpose still had to make that thing right with God. Why? Because he is the truth. And I couldn't go to him with bitterness in my heart or offense in my heart and expect him to to deal with him and not deal with me because I represent him as his child. Amen? So Mm -hmm. the truth had to come to me, and then after I received it, it humbled humbled myself, rather, and received the truth. And and if, 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 if I were the one at fault, repented, and made it right, then you know the power of all of that stuff broke. Because, sister, the truth really does set us free. And even yeah. though we may have done wrong in the beginning, you know, I, 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 I have the relationship, and we also had a relationship with the Lord where you said, okay, God, was that wrong? That, what I, was that misleading? Oh, my God, show me. And then when he shows it to you, you say, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. Because I don't want anything to separate me from the Lord. I don't want anything to cause me to be offended with him or upset with him and and I don't want I, I don't want that um I don't want to sin because I love him. So I have to say God, okay, I was wrong. <laughs> help me, Jesus. God, please help me. Forgive me and show me how to make this thing right. Because I don't want sin to be between you and I. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Amen. So family and friends, tell the truth. Testify and don't test the lie. So we're gonna hmm. go into amen. our amen. We're gonna go into the second one and we are serving some butter tarts. What are butter tarts? Butter tarts, they say um it's simple but it's so good. They're made by taking flaky pastry 
um, shells and filling them with butter, sugar, and egg filling. This is a t- traditional Ooh. Canadian food at its best. You will be craving these long after you have left the country. I'll try. I'll try. Oh, like sounds like yeah. one of my favorites already. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> what are our, what is our buttery tart today? It's a new thinking. Romans 12.10. Be mm. devoted to one another in love. Let me, let me say that again. Be devoted to one another in love. Honor one another above yourself. See, sometimes we sit down, we spend time, uh, you know, we found our thoughts and we're there thinking, and it's all related to how we feel and how how we thought they perceived us. But, you know, sometimes we feel convicted. Then we think, do I need to change to suit other people and their situation? Or do I need to change for the view of my situation? Then we notice the worries and the concern of others. And suddenly, you know, we serve each person there, but involve letting go of our own objectives. See, when we made that shift in our thinking, everything changed, family and friends. It changed. You have to believe. You have to get used to the simple encounter with others and move your purpose, not their purpose, but your purpose forward. When we choose to honor each other and our children, family and friends, that's when the real works, that's when real things happen. That's when mm-hmm. real things happen, you know. But we got to, we got to be devoted in love. We, we, it's not saying that we shouldn't care for other people. We should just make it about all ourselves. Because no, being selfish is not good either. But sometimes yeah. we have to put, you know, we have to put our purpose forward. You know, we mm-hmm. have to to honor other people, to honor our children, to see. To see that rework happening in our life, to see that change, to see that the things that we're supposed to see, because you know, they say you know when you are a Christian and you're walking with God and your faith is strong, you have that spiritual sight. So if your faith ain't right, how could you do all these things? How could you have that spiritual sight to see that the things that in your life is moving forward, that God is truly working in your life. And they also come and you come down and being patient. See, sometimes we're not patient at all. We want it now, 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 now. It doesn't work there, but we have to devote ourselves to others. We have to honor others. And the same way that we would honor ourselves as human beings is the same way we have to honor others because it's not all about us. You mm-hmm. have to show love. You have to show people that you care. I'm not saying because I know it might have somebody listening and say, oh, but what happened if they walk over me? Let me <laughs> tell you something. No and good deed go unseen by God. And I go on the 
everything that's bad, everything that's negative, God see it out. And we, as God's children, he wouldn't let no harm come to us. So God could block it even before it hit us. He will block it before it hit us. We're family and friends. We, we got to learn how to honor each other. We have to learn how to honor Amen. each other. Pastor Jean? Amen. You know, as as you as I was reading the scripture, sister, you know the thing that crossed my mind is some people are unlovable. <laughs> you know, I might I might want to obey the scripture here about love. Amen. Uh, because yes. it says in verse nine, love must be sincere. And I believe this is the NIV interpretation. And it goes on to say, hate what is evil and cleave to what is good. Be devoted to one another in love. Honor one another above yourselves. Okay. That's love. That's love working uh, sincerely. But I, I, I don't know about you, sister, but there have just been some people, and, and you know, all of them have not just been strangers or friends, but there have been some people in my family that just were not lovable. They just weren't. And, you know, as a child of God, I was convicted because I wanted to be obedient to the Lord, but in my, within my own ability, I couldn't love them sincerely. I, I tolerated them. Amen. I I mean, you know, I had to. But as but 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 there was no love in my heart for them. If I didn't see them for ten years, I was just as good as if I saw them yesterday. <laughs> I, I mean, it just there just was no love in my heart. And yeah. and 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 you know, I had a situation where I had to uh, I had to care for an individual, a family member, and they were sick. And I could not believe uh, that they chose, when they were given the option of who should care for them, they asked for me. Hmm. We didn't have a good relationship. (laughs) And so, but they were in need. You understand? They were sick. They were not going to recover from the illness. Hmm. And so I really was, I was, I was in a state of shock because I totally did not expect them to call my name because mm. the feeling was mutual. You understand? We just didn't we just didn't click. We didn't have a good relationship. We didn't get along. We never agreed. And they I would stay in my part of the world and they stayed in their part of the world. And that was just how we lived. But we, but because we were related, you understand how it is when you get around family, when you go to funerals or weddings or whatever, and you find yourself in each other's midst, you tolerate each other. You're civil to one another. But as a child of God, the truth be told, there was no love in my heart for them. You know why? In part because I knew they didn't love me. Yes. But when they, therefore, when they chose and requested to stay with me, for me to care for them, that was very, what could I say? I, I wasn't the type of person that would say, no, I, no. You know, I have a <laughs> large family. <laughs> we take care of our own. And so I found myself in the situation of being a caregiver for this person that could not take care of themselves. 
Yeah. And I had to pray every day, every day. Um, it was overwhelming. And I remember one day saying, God, I can't do this. I don't mm-hmm. know that you, is this what you want me to do? God, how do I do this? And, I mean, you know, the family was constantly coming in and out to visit. And you understand monitoring, I guess, is what, is what you would yes. call it. To see and, if uh, you, they don't want to do huh? cut you off. I'm not going to cut you off. They don't want to. Can you hear me now? Uh, yeah, I can hear you, sister. Go ahead. Um, you know, not to cut you off, but it's like they don't want to do the job, but I'm going to come yeah. to see if you do the job properly. You know, and one thing I have learned, you know, and this was told to me when I was very young, you know, by my brother, ex-wife. She said, when people do you wrong, kill them with kindness. And I didn't understand what she meant by it. And as I get older, I understand. And I'm like, oh, okay. You know, when people do you wrong, you, you kill them with kindness. You know, you treat them better than how they set out to treat you. You got to show them that, hey, I'm not like you. I'm not like you. And you know, I have to say, it really worked because it confuses that person. Like, I have so much hate for them. I, I, you know, I don't like them. I don't like nothing about them. But why are they treating me so nice? Mm-hmm. And the story that you're saying with this family member, just you know, I just wanted to share that because, you know, even though the feeling was mutual, you, you put that aside. You took them in and you became the caregiver. And you treat them nice, something that they probably would have never expected. But you know, God blessed it, Sister Nisi, because I would have to pray every day. I mean, I would. They had a tube feeding. I mean, they were, you know, they were bedridden. So I would have to get up every morning. I would have to clean them. I would have to feed them. You know, I, I mean, I was. It was total care. And I remember one day saying, God, this is too much for me. I don't know how to do this, Lord God. I don't even understand why they're here. I don't even understand why they chose me. God, help me. And you know what God said to me, Sister Nisi? He said, do it as unto me. Hmm. Do it at care for them because of your relationship and your love for me. And every, and you know, when he spoke, you know, because he is the truth, he is the life, you know, and then I could do it. It's like something broke off of me and I could care for them in love. I could, I couldn't, the things that they had said and done in the past to hurt and hinder me, it didn't matter anymore because every day I would go in and I was doing it as unto the Lord. And there came a point in time in that relationship that they bought in hospice. You know, when the, when a person is about to pass on, they have uh, the hospice hospice uh, come in, and they're there to help care for them and make them comfortable and monitor them and you know monitor yeah. the t- deterioration yeah. to be a support system. And uh, and you know they had a chaplain and uh, um, a charge nurse, and they would come in and sit down, and what they would come maybe once a week, 
and they would sit down and speak with me, and we developed a relationship and an interaction because I was a pastor at that time. And uh, my mom passed on. It was my mother, by the way. And, uh, you know, a year later, you know what I found myself, where I found myself? I found myself working for a company where these two individuals worked. I, and God used that experience of me caring for, carrying for my mom and doing it as unto the Lord to bless me with the job as a chaplain with that hospice company. And I didn't understand what was going on then, but it was preparation for me to operate as a chaplain for for hospice. And I Mm -hmm. I helped many families and many people make that transition from life to death. And if Mm -hmm. I had not been obedient to the Lord to care for her, then it would have disqualified me for that job that I loved so much. Yeah, yeah. So family and friends, we're gonna take a short music break, and we're gonna come back with the with the grub. That's right, with Pastor Jean and myself, niece. So we we serving up a Canadian dish today, family and friends. You know, different things we put in on this plate. We 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 having a party today here, and the grub. So family and friends, stay tuned and stay blessed. Wake up and breathe in deeper than yesterday. Take on the morning like your soul's been remade. Roll down the window, stretch your cares by your face. Good things are yours to claim you don't have to wait. All across the sky, new mercies bright, and the future's bright. This is a new day.
Controversial, off the meters Christian radio station in the land. In the land. In the Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Are you ready to walk, family? Let us go. You're listening to the Brother right now on TPV Radio. Radio. Like Natalia, Reese's Pieces, um, Reese's Pieces, Peanut Butter, and more. Family and friends, it's not an exact traditional Canadian food. Beaver tails are gooey, crispy, and a taste of true perfection. Mm. Family and that that's my Reese's Pieces. They had me at Reese's Pieces. <laughs> they, had me at, they had me at Reese's Pieces. Oh my, I love the Reese's Pieces. What what I can't find anymore with the Reese's Pieces is the little um candies that they used to have, like M and M's. I don't see those mm-hmm. anymore. But mm-hmm. I prefer those over the, the little cups for dip, deep fry and Reese's Pieces that had me there and, and sometimes they serve it with bananas, slices of bananas oh. on top. So Oh, Beaver Tail is coming from Esther 2-9, the queen of hearts. She pleased him and win his favor. When Esther was taken into the king's court as one of the candidates for queen, she was a young, simple Jewish woman. But she used her beauty and her simplicity and humility to gain the king's favor. And each step of the way, she each step of the way she 
along with guidance from uh, Pastor Jean, you have to help me out with this. Mordecai, 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 her adoptive uh-huh. yeah. father looked for opportunities to gain more than a foothold in the king's heart. She also endured herself to the king that, that he wanted to do anything for her. And when the time came for her to take the biggest request of her life, she was the only one who had any real chance of saving her people. Even though she risked her very life, it was her time to make a difference and save her people. You may not have a nation to save family and friends, but there will be times in our life when we have opportunities available that could allow us to make a positive impact on others. We have to ask God to help us to be wise in our decisions and to keep our eyes open to take those chances when they come. How much of us would honestly put our own life on the line to save somebody else? Mm-hmm. How, let me How much of us as Christians would put our life on, on, on line to save another Christian? It ain't too much of those people that we would find. I want to say those that said Christians and talking about all of us in general. You know, I have I have seen where families, you know, parents have a child sick, and the child needed a transplant, and the mother was a match, and she refused. Mm. She refused. Mm. You know. That 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 being healthy. Let me tell you something else, friends. My kingdom was a blessing, and if I have to give my life for them, it's just a second thought in my mind. See, the way I see it, um, Pastor Jean is I already. Some people might say, "Oh, you're still young." Da 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 da. You know, I already live my life. I already live my life. And as a leader, as a woman of God, if it boils down to that of giving my life for my children, I would. It, like I said, family and friends, I'm second doubting it. I, I, no, it's their time to live. All I could hope for as a mother is the things that I told them, the things that I show them, the things that I speak to them about in life, that they take it with them and make the right the right choices. Now, see, Esther, mm-hmm. Esther wind her way in to the king, and the king had trusted her. Because there's other parts where it talk about the, the head God. I might get thing, but um Pastor Jean, help me out with this. Um where the, the um the head God wanted to go on this rampage of killing all these people where he sent out, you know, he, he was so much in the king's mind that he had the king stamping these letters to to go around in these different Amen. villages yes. and kill mm-hmm. all these people. 
people and saying that it was the king's the honor. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Esther, Esther came in. And you know mm-hmm. what she did? She put her life on the line to save her people. If it was yeah. supposed to cause her, her death, she would have died for her people. Yes. She died for her yes. people. So again, how much of us would honestly put our lives on the line for somebody else, for our kids, for our family member, for our husband, for our wives? How much of us would honestly do that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, ain't a lot of us would do that. But that's to show that Esther was willing to die. She was willing to die. Hands down, she was willing to die. And Mm then um, her stepfather, he became head of of the guards. And the same same guy that was head before, he was... Mm -hmm. Payment. The same, um, oh my, Payment. the same, yeah, the, the, mm-hmm. the podium that he fixed to, to have Mordecai hang on, it was so funny that how it turned that he was the one that would end up hang on that same podium. He was the Amen. one that ended up mm-hmm. hang on that podium. And that's just to show that when we have God in the midst of Everything in our life, and when we put him first, not wishing that we wish death on anybody, but that's just to show that how God turns things around. You know, evil mm-hmm. shall not prevail, family and friends. It shall not. So if you if you live in life in this revengeful mindset. It is not going to take you anywhere. And I'm telling you guys this because I was one of those. You do me something, I gonna get back at you. And family and friends ain't ain't take me nowhere. Ain't take me nowhere. Mm-hmm. I had to change me from inside mm-hmm. out, not outside mm-hmm. in, because outside is just an image. It's mm-hmm. just a reflection of what we see. But when we change from the inside out, now that reflection, that person that we see in the mirror looks so different. Sometimes we can look so different that we don't even recognize ourselves. But this is when you're walking with God. This is when you allow God to enter you and work on you from inside out. Amen. Amen. That's true. Yes, it's time for a change. It's time for a change. Man, look around. Look around what what's going on in this world today. We have people dying unnecessary, whether it's from from the police brutality or it's from people dying from the virus that's out there. And what what we need to mentally understand is that we have two things that is on the front line news that's going on right now. This is how we are allowed.
allowing the devil to rampage, to, to do a rampage on this earth that we're living on. Family and friends, it's time to change. It's time to be that king. It's time to be that queen. It's time to be that empress that we say we are. It's time to rise, but rise in a positive way. Rise with that change of heart that you want to make a difference on this earth before we leave. Show our kids the positivity out of everything that's negative. Because, listen, in every darkness, there's a light. There's a light. I I have a friend that did a Facebook Live, and he said, to my black people, we have the power now. We have the power. We have the attention that we were looking for. What are we going to do with it now? What are we going to do with it now? Are we still... Are we still going to live in the ignorance that yeah. we've been living in for decades? Or are we going to have a set mind instead of a mindset? It's time to change. I'm not just my black people. I'm talking to people of all nations, our color, our race. It's time for us to rise in unity. Allow God to make that change in us. Let's honor one another. Let's be truthful and honest with one another. Let's make this world a better place than it could be. We're killing ourselves off from destroying the ozone layer. Look at the temperature. Every summer, the temperature is getting hotter and hotter. Family and friends, wake up and smell the coffee because it's brewing. If Esther was willing to give up her life for something that was good to save her people, why can't we do the same? Why can't we believe in God? If we say we're Christians and we hold our faith and we believe in our faith, if we're supposed to die for the righteous, why not? Our faith is supposed to be that strong. That if we die, we should know it's going to be okay because God got me. He brought me this far. He's going to take me all the way. Amen. Right. Amen. Wake up and smell the coffee. Pastor Jean. Amen. Amen. You know, in this scenario uh, regarding the uh, story of Esther's sister, these were some very serious times, probably times that we could never relate to. And what you find here is that uh, Esther had lost her parents, and she was being raised, some interpretations say, by an uncle who was Mordecai. Mm-hmm. And uh, evidently his teachings and his belief system had gotten into Esther's heart, and she respected her un- uncle. And so when the attack came, to, uh, came um, because the, her people were Jewish um, and the, uh, Haman was able to manipulate the king uh, to get him to sign a decree to uh, actually mutilate the, the Jewish people because they did not bow and and so what you see in this scenario is that 
uh, and his attack was basically at Mordecai. But we see that God had placed, had strategically placed Esther in that situation to spare her people. Yes. And out of obedience, and it was very dangerous what she was about to undertake because the Queen Vesta, the queen that was before her, uh, some interpretations when you read the commentary, they said that when the king requested her to come before his guest and she refused, that was uh, that refusal was worth being beheaded. Yes. Now, some interpretations and scholars said she would have been beheaded. Amen. Because she disobeyed the king. And, and, and again, that was during those dark times. So yeah. I'm sure Esther knew that. I'm sure the people in the area knew that the queen had been beheaded because she uh, denied the king's request. So this was a very serious thing that Esther was about to undertake. And also the custom of that time is that if you approached the king and the king did not uh, beckon you to come, you could have been punished there too for daring to approach him without having his approval. Yep. So this is, this is very serious for Esther to do. And what we find is that out of submission and obedience to her uncle, Mordecai, she asked that the people would fast with her. And yes. she said, you know, out of obedience and love, let's not forget love because we opened up about love, amen. And, uh, and, and she said, and if I perish, I perish, amen. But, you know, the thing that I want to take away from there for myself, sister, is that if I hear the voice of the Lord give me any directions, I must know by faith that he will take care of me, amen. Yes. If I humble mm-hmm. myself to obey whatever his direction is for my life, I must also trust that I will not perish. Don't you see how God turned that whole situation around? Not only did she have favor with the king, she had favor with the the man that was um, uh, the the man that took care of the king's harem. She She also had favor with him. And then because of her obedience, her uncle was not destroyed, but he was promoted. Yes. So this is what my take, that's my takeaway from it, that even when it's difficult, if I submit my heart and obey the leading of the Lord or what God is telling me to do, then I will not lose, but I will win because God himself will go before us and we will have favor with the king, amen? And and who knows whose life could be spared out of our obedience, amen? Amen. The coming and friends, moving on. Time is flying today, family and friends. It, 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 is, it is flying, it's flying. So what we have for you next on this, Day is ketchup potato chips. Yes, we serve in Canadian dishes. I never heard of ketchup potato chips, but you can find it in Canada. Yes. So 
Pastor Gina, we look like we have to go Canada for a visit to get some of all these different things that we never hear of and taste. And just to see if we like it, just to try. We we only going for the food. We'll probably come back weighing 20 pounds. Hey, that's a, we could work it off after. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I sounded pretty good so far, but you threw me with that beaver tail thing. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> but once you described it, I thought, yeah, I can get with that. I really can. Yeah. <laughs> this said, there are plenty of chip flavors that can only be found in Canada. Many Canadians are diehard, devoted to ruffles, all dressed chips which offers a bit of everything from tomato and onion to salt, vinegar, sour, and barbecue. Ketchup chips and dill pickle chips are also mega popular flavors native to Canadian junk food scene. Okay, and then they also have um, hickory sticks, Hmm. Um, poutine, and um, tin strips of potato with mild barbecue flavor. These are the different kind of chips that we wouldn't even think about because ketchup chips, for me, it's that iffy, iffy, but I'll try it. I'll just try to say, you know what? I had me some ketchup chips. I, I tried some ketchup chips. So our ketchup chips is 4 Corinthians 12, 7 to 4. There are different kinds of spiritual gifts, but they all come from the same spirit. There are different ways to serve the same Lord. And when can each do different things? Yet the same God works in all of us and help us in everything we do. The spirit has given each of us a special way of serving others. You know, sometimes we got to go to God and say, you know, help me to love. Help me to love the diversity among your people, my people, our people, and the diversity among the gifts you have given us. You know, we get self-centered sometimes. Well, most of the time, most of us get self-centered too often. And, you know, we expect that everything, that every fellow Christian should be more like like me. You know, I feel like I'm a Christian, you know, my my sister, my fellow sister Christian should be like me, you know, this one should be like me. But family and friends, that's not all right all the time. You know, we have to stop comparing and contrasting our strengths and our weakness with others. We have to stop judging and and criticizing people. You know, sometimes becoming jealous over what I can't do and prideful over what I can. You know, instead, we have to say, please help me to only compare myself to you, God. I want to celebrate the fact that you have given us all different gifts and we can use them to serve you and others in very different ways. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it's not only it be possible to know how to use each different person to father your kingdom, but I praise you that you do. Please remove mm-hmm. all 
out pride and jealousy from me and help me focus on wanting to be like you. Jesus, not like anyone else. Help me to discover and develop my own spiritual gifts with the right attitude. I want to use them for your glory. And people don't understand when we jealous, when we envy people, we don't get far. We don't get you know, like when you have that list and you're checking out stuff that you need to do. Well, when these things are checked off on that list and it's negative and it's not of God, it puts, in my own word, it puts a thing on us. It puts mm-hmm. a thing on us. That's not who we're supposed to be if we're walking with Christ. See, we want to be, we would never be like Christ, but we could live Christ like. We could live in the positive things that he has done and walk, you know, where his son has walked the art. And he preached. He did the righteousness of his father. He did what was told. And, you know, where we fall short is sometimes that um, we say we this, we that, we that, we Christ-like. But then when you look, how Christ-like are we living? How true are we living Christ? We're not. Mm-hmm. Yes, nobody's perfect. Yes, we will Amen. never be perfect. This is why God said, mm-hmm. come to me as far. Because mm-hmm. he, he alone could fix us. He and he Amen. alone could fix us. But we have to want that change. We have to take the negativity from our mind and set our mind to be in that positive format. Amen. This is the only way family of friends is going to work out. This is the only way it should be. Because mm-hmm. when we jealous, mm-hmm. if I sit here and I jealous Pastor Jean for knowing more about the Bible than me, what does that say about me? As a child of God, no. I no. fix it. There's ways I can fix it. I can ask this again. Please do Bible study with me. I want to learn more. Pick up the Bible and study God's word. This is, by Amen. His word is the way that we will be close to Him. Amen. Amen. Help instead of being jealous. If you. Mm-hmm. Pastor Jean? I'm here, hon. I'm here. The, the, the devil being busy. Just kick me off the line. Kick me off the line. In the name of have, Jesus. He has no place here. You know, we, 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 rebuke him. we rebuke him. You know, when we're talking good things, this is what the devil is trying to do. You know, he's trying to take my train of thought away that I was saying, but family and friends, if I see somebody has something I like, I simply 
instead of jealous, being jealous of what they have, I was like, where did you get that from? You know, I like what you have. Mm-hmm. Where did you get that from? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I don't mm-hmm. even live in pocket, and a lot of people does that. And a lot of Christians, and I'm sorry to say, my thing that I'm picking on my fellow, my fellow brothers and sisters in Christ, but I'm not. But it's mm-hmm. true. Mm-hmm. You know, we live, we live out of pocket, meaning that we we try to live a lifestyle that we can't afford. Family and mm-hmm. friends, I had a 2018 Nissan Pathfinder. That did not work out. You know, things happen. It did not work out. You know what I'm driving now? A 2005 Durango. And guess what? I'm happy. I'm happy mm-hmm. because God didn't mm-hmm. have to bless me for a year without a car before I got another one. And God did not have to bless me with another car. But he blessed me. So long mm-hmm. I was, I wanted to go back home to work. And I'll show you how good God is. You know, I've been out of work come next month would have been four years. And it's not because I, I wanted to stop work. It's not because I didn't want to work. I didn't feel like I needed to walk. I had my baby early. My husband got in this car accident. I stayed home. I've been the wife and I've been the mother to my kids and my husband that I needed to be. Mm-hmm. That's what mm-hmm. I told me that I needed to be and, and that's what I did. I mm-hmm. tried to go back to the state. The first time it didn't work. The second time it didn't work. I said, you know what? I'm going to rest it down for a while. Probably God tried to tell me something else. So I, I went for a job interview Friday. It's McDonald's. I never thought I would have worked for a fast food restaurant. Don't have no experience in fast food. Now, remind you guys, I've done in March, I've done 20 applications. 20 applications I sat down one night and I did. Nobody responded. Nobody responded. And these are jobs that I have experience in. I have certifications for. Nobody responded. I went Friday and I was the last. I was the first one, first one there because it was me and two other people, two, three other people. They came after me and I was safe for that. And I got the job. The interview was so weird. He came out, he came, he asked my name, he came back out with the application. I was honest about certain things in my past that might have showed up because listen, family and friends, I wasn't a I wasn't an angel all my life. I've done some things that I read you know, things that I was put into that was unfair to me. You know, but I was honest and that was a couple of years ago. I ain't worried about that. You got the job. That that's how my interview went. Amen. Amen. Yes. Come back Wednesday for your to do your new hire papers. Make sure you have your health card and we'll take it from there. Whoever mm-hmm. talks, you know, family or friends, it might not be the pay that I cost them to, but it's a pay. Amen. Family and friends, but you know what? I go in, I go in with the attitude that I'm open to learn, I'm open to try, and I gonna do my best at that job. Amen. I do my best because I'm. I could have said, man, this is the pay that I cost them to. This is not what I want. I could turn it down, but I took it because mm-hmm. this might. 
door that God is opening for me to open Mm -hmm. a bigger door, to put me where I really and truly want to be. See, sometimes in life, we have to take small steps before we can take big ones. We have to crawl before we walk. And this is Mm -hmm. where I'm at. This is where Mm -hmm. I'm at. Is it a big pay cut to what I'm used to? Yes. But guess what? It's a better pay cut than what I'm receiving right now. Mm-hmm. What I'm receiving right now, because some of your friends, with this COVID-19, I haven't done anything with my business. So I have no income coming in from my business right now. Because my business is a people to people to go out, meet people, introduce my products to them and stuff like I can't afford to do that right now. I have two kids. So I'm a husband. So I can't go here and pick up something to bring back in my household to my family when you look all of us sick. So this is a way of God opening those doors. Everybody in McDonald's is wearing their mask and they hand gloves. And I know when I go there, I do the same, take off my gloves, you know, wash my hand, put on a fresh glove, and I'm going to do what I got to do to keep me safe and to go in with this job. So it's not good to be jealous and envy over people. Sometimes we don't even know how they get it. We don't know the sacrifice made to get it. So stop being jealous. Stop envying people. Look for yourself and see what God is trying to tell you. See what he's trying to show you. Everybody gift is not the same. I've mm-hmm. got to love mm-hmm. the diversity of people around us. We should love them. You know, they might love us back, but like I said earlier, kill them with kindness. Pastor Jean, I'll turn it over to you. <laughs> Amen. Amen. You know, I don't know about those barbecue chips or those ketchup chips, sister. I don't know about that. You might have to try that one on your own. But (laughs) anywho, uh, (laughs) uh, 1 Corinthians 12, uh, as he's talking about it, uh, verse 4, it says, there are different gifts, kinds of gifts, but the same spirit distributes them. There are different kinds of service, but the same Lord. There are different kinds of working but in all of them and in every one, it is the same God at work. Amen? Now, Amen. you know what I noticed about the gifts that God gives, Sister Nisi? There are things that you have to give away. You can't, mm-hmm. you know, let's look at the gifts. It says, now, to each one of the manifestations of the gifts, is given for the common good. So it says that when God gives the, when God distributes the gifts, they're for the common good, not your good, not my good. Amen. If I have the gift of prophecy, it, very very seldom do I find a prophet prophesying to themselves. Amen. They, uh, they're they prophesying to others to edify the body, amen? Um, let's look at the gifts here. It says, to one, there is given through the Spirit a message of wisdom. To another, a message of knowledge by means of the same Spirit. And to another, faith by the same Spirit. To another, gifts of healing by that one Spirit. To another, miraculous powers to another prophecy, to another distinguishing between spirits, to another 
speaking in different kinds of tongues and still to another the interpretation of tongues. All these are the work of one and the same spirit, and he distributes them to each one just as he determines. Amen? So when I look at these gifts, sister, they're things that you have to use. You can't hold on to them. Amen? God has given us, so when we're selfish with them or when we want to try to use them to promote ourselves, they don't work the way God intended them to work. The gifts that God has given to us, each one of these, they're gifts that you have to in turn give out. Mm-hmm. Amen? So, Amen. you know, we, and, and as you said, I think you mentioned that we want, we want the money, but we don't know what it takes to qualify. And half of the time, we don't want to do what it takes. We don't want to be disciplined. We don't, uh, we don't want to uh, be accountable, but we want the big paycheck. But there's a price to pay for the things in this life. Amen? You can't just go to the hospital with with scrubs on and a name tag saying M, M, what is the doctor, MP. You know, they're going to want to see some some evidence that you're a doctor before they let you come in and and diagnose or care for a patient. Amen? We can't do that. Doctors have to sacrifice years in order for them to become a physician, and then they have to be they have to take a ter- a test or or test to certify wow. that they have they they comprehend what they've studied all of, of these years. Now, most of us might desire a position like that, but are we would we be willing to discipline ourselves to go to school for eight years or you know how many, however many years they have to go to school. We, you know, we want the glory, but we don't want the trial. We don't want the work. We don't want the discipline. But here, but but here we are with spiritual gifts. And he said, uh, these have been given to you by the Spirit. They operate when you submit to the Spirit of God within you. And you know what it says, sister, in this particular scripture? They're given to us by the Spirit as he sees fit. Yep. Amen? So Amen. so when, when whatever gift God gives to me, I understand that that gift is not for me to promote myself. It's not for me to elevate myself. That God has given that gift to me to be a blessing and an aid to the body of Christ meaning he's given it to me to give back to people in the family of God. Amen. To use it to bless them, to teach them, to train them, whatever gift I'm operating in. But it's not for me, even if it's a gift of wisdom, it's not for me to sit here and be wise and all myself, all by myself. Amen. It does not work that way. In order for these, the gifts of the spirit to operate, we must be willing to in turn give that gift away. Allow yes. God to use that gift to perfect the body. Amen? Amen. And sometimes people are just so so jealous, you know, jealous in a way that they keep the gift yeah, to themselves. Yeah, because they, the ignorance, we think we can control it. 
<laughs> yep. But it yep. was freely given to us, and we need to find out why God chose to give it to us. Uh-huh. You know, I'm we can't covet the gift. It, it was a it was a, a a sorcerer that was rebuked for trying to covet the things of the spirit. Amen. Amen. And he and uh-huh. and, and 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 the and the apostle rebuked him severely. And so you know we can't covet the gift. I'm sorry. <laughs> No, sorry, but I, I tried to say that, you know, what people don't understand is that we could have a gift. And the same way that God has given us that gift is the same way he could take it back. He could take it back. That's so, 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 so true, sister. You could take it back, you know, and it's like, I give you this gift, so now what? Well, what are you going to do with this gift? Are, are you going to help your fellow sisters and brothers in Christ? Are you going to keep it to yourself? You know, and that that's the selfishness. That's the selfishness. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. God don't that selfish either. So family and friends, we are moving on to the last dish of the day. Now we are serving you a Canadian virgin Caesar cocktail. Now mm. I, I think honestly after this cocktail I'll be I'll be full. And this is why. The Caesar is a Canadian national cocktail made with fermented mm-hmm. juice, tobacco, uh, wasire sauce. The Canadian take on the Bloody Mary makes the absolute best brunch companion. The re- recently mm. restaurants have stepped up their garnishing game to include more mm. than the traditional celery, salt, rim, and salary stock to include uh, the likes of an entire roasted chicken burger, burgers, hot dogs, flights, and more. So many of friends. If, if, if you see, uh, I'm, uh, Pastor Jean, I'll send you a picture of it. If you see oh. this drink, <laughs> that's a meal and a drink. Yes, it that's is. <laughs> We actually have like the onion rings, the hot dogs, mm. um, string, mm. the little um slider on it the, with the pickle on top, and the other little sandwich. Listen, this this is a full full meal right here to me. And with this cocktail, this pizza cocktail, we're gonna leave you guys with this the real thing. Machu five thirteen fourteen. You are the salt of the earth, but its salt has lost its taste, its strength, its its quality. How can its saltiness be restored? You are the light of the world. Its city set on a hill cannot be hidden. See, when we as people, we learn we're Christian. You know, we want to know if we are for real. And other people want to know the same thing. Like, you know, when, I'm going to say this quick. When I told mm-hmm. one of my sisters that I was a minister, she laughed. She said, mm-hmm. you are a minister? Mm-hmm. And it's because I was being judged on my past. So she wanted mm-hmm. to know if I was real. And I had to break it down and say, yes, I am for real. Mm-hmm. See, many people have tried religion and had a bad experience, and we all have went through that. God uses us to reach the world. If you are to be 
effective salve, you must allow Jesus to shine through your life. You probably know someone who just lights up a room. In the same way, Christians who let the light of Jesus shine and can change the whole atmosphere around them. Unbelievers mm-hmm. are still real, feel as though the power has suddenly come on, even if they don't understand why. When you arrive at your job in the morning, be salt and light. So those around you know that your relationship with Jesus is a real thing. Mm-hmm. And we have all in some way, shape, and form. Not, I wouldn't really say for me, religion, but the church was hurt by the church. And most mm-hmm. of us, CPV Radio Network, family and friends, have been by a church. Most of us here that you tune in and listen to have been hurt by a church some way and some farm. But, you know, we have to be that brightness in that darkness sometimes. We, we have to be light, especially as Christians. You know, and if we mm-hmm. are around somebody that is negative and how they are The devil is so busy. He keeps kicking me off. He keeps kicking me off, but that's okay. Um, like I said, you know, we are we persevere have... today. Yes, we are. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, we, you know, we have to be that light. If we surround mm-hmm. ourselves by negative people, then our energy becomes negative. Then we start to doubt everything that God has put in in us. But when you put yourself around other people that has that same light, has that same glow, has that same love for God, Amen. then you know what? Yes. to grow. And then you become that powerful group of people that you are so anointed that even when people are negative and they try to come with a negativity because you have that glow on you, they gonna hold up one minute. They gonna hold up. Okay. See, when we hold up and we put some God into it, those that are not believers, those that not carrying that light on them, those that are not that soft, they would see it. They would see from a mile away before they even step to you. See, they wouldn't step to you. See, the devil don't come to those that God has in covering. Hmm. He's not. True. Because he knows that you are backed by somebody powerful. That Messiah mm-hmm. has you backed. He, he, you know, he doesn't have our back alone, but he have a back, belly, front, and side. And the devil sees that. <laughs> when that sound like has become salty, it becomes tasteless, it doesn't have that saltiness, and the devil see that, you know what he's going to do? He's going to creep. He's going to creep. He comes 
treat him like a in the back because he comes to see how he he can put some sugar in that house. He comes mm-hmm. to see how mm-hmm. he can put some sugar there because yeah. him is destroying and destroy you. But when you have that and you're so powerful in nobody, in nobody that the devil could throw your way to take you off that track. Pastor Jean? Amen. You know, this this scripture is based these scriptures rather, is basically telling us who God has positioned us to be. Amen. Yes. It's not Amen. how what we have to make ourselves to be. God says that we are the salt of the earth. If we could just read that scripture from his perspective, believing what he has called us. Amen. God calls me the salt of the earth. God calls you, Sister Nisi, the salt of the earth. God said that about us. Amen. And and you know, I believe it's it, that that doing these these days that we're in now, we have to read the scriptures with more purpose. You understand? Because now that I read this, I'm like, wow. God said I'm the salt of the earth. I'm the salt of the earth. I want to be the salt of the earth. Because some foods are just not edible without a little salt. Amen? Amen? I know when I'm Amen. sick or when times I've been in the hospital and they put me on a low-sodium diet system. Lord have mercy. It's like, did they... You know, you're trying to eat that stuff, and there is no flavor, and you're just hoping to God there was a salt and pepper packet in that plastic bag that somehow they forgot, (laughs) gave you the wrong meal. And you know what? Even though I wasn't feeling well, you know I could eat that stuff. I just did. I could not eat it. And so, you know, salt is something that God used this illustration because I'm sure most of us can relate to a little salt and a little seasoning on our food, mm-hmm. amen. Sometimes yeah. that 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 the seasoning is what makes the food. Yeah. You know, try to serve me a taco without some seasoning. Hey <laughs> yeah. man, uh, no, thank you. Uh, where's the? Yeah, I mean, we're from we're we're constantly going. Something is missing here. What is mm-hmm. what is it? Did you put chili powder in here? Where's the garlic? You you understand that we eat the food for the seasonings a lot of times, don't we? Amen. Amen. And so it says here, but if the salt loses its saltiness, how can it be made salty again? So this is telling me, you know, there's something that I must maintain, that, that God has called me something but it's up to me to maintain what he has called me to be and positioned me to be. Amen. So Amen. This, this tells me that as a child of God, God calls me flavor. I'm oh, a yeah. flavor in the midst of blandness. <laughs> I'm something to be desired. We're something to be desired when we come in the midst of people. Because we have what's missing in order for it to taste good. We have yes. what's missing. We have that. We are that missing thing. And God positioned us to be that. It's not that we have to go trying, trying to be that, 
within ourselves, but God is telling us in Matthew 5 that he called us to be that. And he's put within us whatever we need in order to be that thing that people desire in order for them to receive and accept and say it is good. And he he didn't even stop there, Sister Nisi. After he said that we were the thought of the earth, he said, and you are the light of the world. You know, and I, I didn't I didn't see I never read the scripture from that perspective of God saying that's who I am. He said, I I am in you and I am with you and I position you in situations to be that. Oh, yeah. I position you to be the thought. I position you to be the light of the world. Not the light of Michigan, not the light of your church, but not the light of this of, of 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 anything, but of the world, not the light in just your little family circle, but the light of the world God has called us to be. It, you see, the whole perspective changes when you see it as in God did this. I didn't do yeah. this myself. Amen? And then Amen. it goes on to say, uh, a town built on a hill cannot be hidden. So God is saying, but out of your walk and your union and in your communion with me, you don't have to worry about not doing what I called you to do, not being seen, not being visible. Because when you step somewhere, because I've made you to be the light of the world, you'll be seen if I want you to be seen. You don't have to make yourself. You don't have to shout the loudest and scream and wear the biggest, flashiest dress or uh, praise the Lord the loudest or dance the fastest and the hardest and the longest. You don't have to do that. I've already positioned you and made you to be these things. But the key is, it's when you get to that point of humility when you realize it's for my glory and not your glory. Yes. Yes. Amen. 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 So Amen. that's my take on this this these particular scriptures that God asking me, have you seen yourself uh, from that perspective that that's what I say about you? Irregardless to what other people say, I say you're the you're you are you are the salt of the earth, and yep. you are a light of the world. That's what I say. I think sometimes you know what, Sister Nisi, I'm gonna meditate on those two scriptures and tell myself, God said I am, therefore I am. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. 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 <laughs> Friends, there you have it, the grub, otter up. You otter and family and friends. So before we go and have, um, we're going to take a small music break, and then we're going to come back. I'm going to share a word of a day that was sent to me, and then we'll have Pastor Jean close it out with a prayer. So family and friends, once again, stay tuned and stay blessed. Without love, there's no need to prophesy. 
You're listening to the hottest, most off-controversial, off-the-meters Christian radio station in the land. In the land. The Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Are you ready to walk, family? Let us go! Keep it locked right here on TPV Radio, the station for inspiration. You're listening to The Grudge right now on TPV Radio. Radio. At Majal's Products, we care for a better you with our handmade natural ingredients to give you healthier skin, body, and stronger hair. Like our face, foot, hair, and body care products. To order yours today, please visit our website at www.majalsproducts.com or on Facebook at Majal's Products. Get yours today and get your faster results without breaking the bank. That's right, family and friends. It is the hottest radio network on the planet. TPV Radio have an all-star lineup just for you. Sunday, TPV Reloaded at 2 p.m. Monday, it's The Grub at 12 p.m. The Reality Coach at 6 p.m. Tuesday, Victory Over the Weights of Life at 6 p.m. Friday, The Caribbean Pepper Pot at 8 p.m. Saturday, Brother Down presents at 4 p.m. Men, let's talk every first Friday of the month at 4 p.m. TPV presents by appointment only. Coming to you on June 6th, it is our Saturday buffet with Lorraine Brown at 12 p.m. Walk with me. Let's go. Family and friends, you are tuning into the grub on this beautiful Monday with Pastor Jean and myself, niece. Family and friends, before we go and I have Pastor Jean um, close us with a prayer, I wanted to share a word of the day that came to me. Um, it said, though he slay me, yet I will trust him. Preservance means more than endurance, more than the simple holding onto onto. On, holding on until the end. Our life is in the hands of God, like a bow and arrow in the hands of the anchor. God is aiming at something that we cannot see, but our Lord continues to stretch and strain, and every once in a while, we may say, I can't take it anymore. Yet, God goes on stretching until his purpose is in sight. And then he lets the arrow fly. Entrust yourself to God's hand. Maintain your intimate relationship with Jesus Christ through the preservance of faith. Proclaim as Job did through him, through though he slay me, yet I'll trust in him. Have a wonderful, blessed day. He loves you. Family and friends, once again, thank you so much for tuning into the grub. Stay tuned tonight yeah. at 6 p.m. for the Patterson with the Reality Coach. Tomorrow at 6 p.m. as well, it is our one and only Sister Deanne with Victory Over Life. So, family and friends, thank you guys for supporting us. There's many, many other yeah. shows that, that you can tune in and listen in to. You have Sister Jean with her. Blood Brother, Brother Dan presents that on Saturday at 4 p.m. You could tune in to TPC 
loaded that that Sundays at 2 p.m. We have the cell life. He come, that's Michael. He comes down at 4 p.m. Our new show, um, that's one of our new show. Our other new show is Sister Lorraine Brown with Saturday Buffet. So there's so many shows that we have that you could tune in, listening to. Um, if you have not downloaded Life 365, please do and tune in to our 24-hour um, radio station. Just look for the Sammy's Voice. Um, our website www.thesamusvoiceradio.com. Um, so there's many ways that you can find us. Tune into our shows. You can mm-hmm. find us on Facebook, mm-hmm. CPP Radio. We are on Twitter. We are on Instagram. We are on Tumblr, Facebook. You name it. We are there. We are also on YouTube. So you could find us anywhere, anyhow. There's not an excuse. Family and friends. So once again. To our listening audience that's tuned in live with us, for those that have um, is gonna tune in later and and listen to what we shared today. Once again, thank you guys so much, so much. We're gonna have Pastor Jean close us up with a prayer. Once again, family and friends, be blessed, be blessed, be blessed. Pastor Jean. Amen. Father God, we just thank you again for this opportunity, Lord God, to share your word, Father, to open up our hearts, Lord God, to the listeners. We thank you so much. We ask you to continue, Father, to bless this ministry, Lord God. Bless the ministers, Father. We ask you to meet every need. We pray also for our listeners, Lord God. Father God, that uh, the word that was spoken today, Father, will find an entrance into their hearts, Lord God, and bring forth fruit and righteousness and understanding and wisdom and insight, Lord. Father God, we pray for the families, Lord God, that have been afflicted with the, for the, the situation, Lord God, that's covering the face of the earth, Lord. Father God, we pray for the families, Lord God, that you will help them to find peace in the midst of this storm, Lord God, that you will bring healing in the midst of the loss, Lord God, and understanding. But Father God, most of all, we pray, Lord, that you will move by your mighty hand, Lord God, and stay stay the storm, stay the death, stop the fear, Lord God. Father God, we pray, Father God, that you will move in all that you are and who you are, Lord God. Father God, come quickly and restore, Lord God, this earth to the way that you ordained it to be. Father God, your word, Lord God, commands us to love, but your word also tells us that we are the beloved. Your word tells us that we are the apple of your eye, oh, Father. So, Father God, I pray that you will continue to give us a revelation of an understanding of your kind of love, your agape love, your unconditional love, Father, and cause us to walk in that love towards one another even the more. Father God, also your word says that we are the salt of the earth and we are the light of the world. And, Father God, I ask you, Lord God, to help your people to understand and comprehend exactly what you meant when you called us those things. Now, I thank you, Father. We honor you, Father God. We pray for your your provision and your protection, Lord God, to be upon your people in this hour, in this time. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen.
Amen. Amen. Before we leave, my husband made some corrections because I did set it wrong. It's www.ppvradionetwork.com. That's our website, family and friends. So he did make some corrections. And just before we leave, I want to go over the, the shows one more time because I got it correct this time. It's TPV Reloaded, 2 to 4 p.m. This is on Sunday. Then you have, that's with Pastor Christopher Newton. Then we have The Cell Life with Micah Civellos. That's from 4.30 to 6.30, also on Sunday. Mondays, we have The Grub, which is us, from 12 to 2. Then you have The Reality Coach with Dorothy Patterson from 7 to 9 p.m. All of these family and friends is Central Standard Time. Then you have Sister Le- um, Deanne Lebrin, Victory Over the Waste of Life. She's from 6 to 8 p.m. Then on Wednesdays, if you're interested in being interviewed, if you're um Otter, if you if you are independent artist, whatever it is, you can email us at tpv um, twenty twenty at gmail dot dot com for more information to get um interviewed here on this radio network as well as your friends. Thursdays, um, Thursdays we have Real Talk. This is another new show that's coming to us on July second. Real Talk from four to five p.m. July second with Pastor Byron Sago. And then Saturdays, you have the Saturday Buffet at 12 um, to 2 p.m. And then you have Brother Down presents with Pastor Jean and her blood brother, Don, at 4 to 6 p.m. So family and friends, that's that's our PPV Radio Network. And again, you can listen to these shows. You can go back and see our scheduling and time at www.pvradionetwork.com. TPV Radio Network. Once again, family and friends, thank you for tuning in. Be blessed. Have a blessed week until we meet again next week, Monday, with a next interesting dish. You want to know what it is? You want to know what we have to say? What Bible verse attached to these dishes? You have to tune in. That's 12 p.m. Central Standard Time. And the Caribbean Pentecost is on Fridays at... um. 8 p.m. Again, family and friends, I, I just got a job. So a little thing, um, you know, something for me on my end will be um, changed up. Who knows? Um, we probably might be Newton on the grub on Mondays if I have to work on those days. Um, the grub, if I have to work on a Friday, depends on the time. It will be kind of switch up, but the grubbing, the the grubbing going nowhere, and the Caribbean pepper pot ain't going nowhere. So, family and friends, Amen. thank you, thank you again for tuning in. Be blessed, be blessed, be blessed. Pastor Jean, thank you so much, and have a great day as well. So, family you and also, friends, honey. love you. God bless. The same. Bye bye. <laughs>